right, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and today it is another How I Got Here version of the podcast. This time it's with David Grossclose, who is the Director of Tire Systems and Unified Testing for NASCAR. Now, David is someone who didn't come up spending his whole career in NASCAR. He grew up as a big race fan going to the races, and as you'll hear, he only fell into NASCAR later. So I actually have a lot of cool photos on the website that goes with this story on jeffgluck.com. So if you want to see some photos of David with some old drivers and things like that, stuff that would go along with the story, uh, feel free to check out the website as well after you listen or maybe when as you're listening. It may help illustrate a little bit of what's going on here for you. But anyway, let's dive right into it and hear how David Grossclose got to where he is today. All right, everybody, I'm here with NASCAR's David Grossclose. And um, David, can you tell me what what you do now for NASCAR and what your position entails? Sure. Uh, My title is the Director of Tire Systems and Unified Testing. So um, I have a lot to do with with the tires, with, uh, with Goodyear. I'm kind of liaison between Goodyear and NASCAR. Uh, I go to all the tire tests. Um, I'm the NASCAR representative there, uh, along with Jerry Caproth, who handles all the uh, the logistics for the testing. Um, also at the testing, we do um, friction testing with our new friction testing machine we just purchased last year. Um, we also do track surface scanning. So that's kind of part of my job that's not really in my title, but we're kind of gradually going towards that kind of thing uh getting more scientific with the with the with the data we collect and with instead of you know we got more more uh qualitative stuff and and it's 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 really uh, really good for for Goodyear because they're getting all this data and uh they can help it can help them make the tires better every weekend so so Pretty much anything that has to do with tires and the track surface, especially in relation to mm-hmm. each other, falls under sort of your purview, That's right. essentially. Yeah. Tires, wheels, uh, any of the testing we do. We've got several different types of testing. We've got rookie testing for Xfinity and trucks. We've got uh, organizational tests for the, for the Cup Series. We've got the tire tests. Um, we've got new organization testing for, for new organizations that are just starting uh, to try and get new organizations you know, to kind of build up their their speed um so that uh that helps them a lot Hmm. and so right now we're sitting at bristol motor speedway and it's appropriate because i understand you have quite a history uh in this area how did this all start for you i mean um it sounds like you have been coming here for many years right yeah so my first race here was when i was five years old and uh the the thing my dad likes to say is uh, I went to sleep during my first race, and, <laughs> and that's the truth. They got a picture of me sleeping in my Harry Gant outfit. Um, I was a big Harry Gant fan, so I went to sleep during my first race. But you know, from there on out, I I paid attention to them a lot, and 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 really enjoyed the racing. Um, I mean, we would come out here on the Tuesday before the race, and my dad would park the camper, and we would camp. Even though we lived ten miles away, we still camped out here. Um, and he would park the camper on Tuesday. Uh, we would, the rest of us would come on like Thursday. We would go to school from the camper on, uh, Friday 
and then we'd come back and we'd spend all weekend and we had a bunch of friends here that, that we'd met at the racetrack that we always camped with and had a good time with so um my dad had a block of like 32 tickets that we wow that we uh we had group. for a long time uh and i was still i still have the tickets so we not all the tickets but we're down to like six tickets now but we're uh we're still coming to the race or at least i am and one of my buddies from college and uh so um so i, I always always loved racing and i always wanted to get into racing uh i kind of took a a different path than a lot of people that you interview a lot of people you know kind of start out at the bottom and then they kind of work their way up in motorsports and mm -hmm. i really started out as a fan you know just a fan and then uh i came into it later in my life just i've been in it five years now so um i went to to high school here mm -hmm. at Cent sullivan central uh, graduated here I, I met my wife in in high school here wow um then after high school went to college at tennessee tech in cookville tennessee uh, got a degree in mechanical engineering um and so what you know at the time what are you thinking that you want to do with that because obviously racing wasn't on your radar yet so. i knew i knew eventually i could get into racing with something mm -hmm. like that but it wasn't like kind of like a focal point for me yeah i wanted to get kind of in the automotive industry and with a mechanical engineering degree it's pretty diverse so you can kind of get get into the uh, automotive industry um so while i was in college i did a co-op for bridgestone um and that was with uh dealing with big truck tires i'd go on tire surveys i would do uh different things i'd make a lot of powerpoint presentations with with tires looking at tire sections and things like that um so that kind of got me started in the tire part of it and then after college i actually went into the navy for seven years wow so i was in the navy for seven years in the nuclear power program as a nuclear engineer on uh i was on a regular surface destroyer for two and a half years then i was on a carrier for two and a half years dang and school in between um so i kind of got away from it there but uh yeah. then after i got out of the navy in 2007 I was looking at jobs and again i was kind of looking in the automotive area you know because um uh, nuclear power wasn't something i wanted to pursue any further um but uh i was looking at jobs and i was applying for jobs and uh, i actually applied for a job it was it it was kind of a generic uh, job listing and i didn't know it at the time but it was with bridgestone okay so so i applied for it I got the interview um and then you know when i got the interview i found out it was with bridgestone um which was pretty much perfect for me because i already worked for him before um and i knew a little bit about tires so so i ended up getting that job worked in wilson north carolina for seven years no way i know where I, wilson is yeah. yeah i used to live in rocky mount so okay yeah. there you go uh worked in wilson north carolina for seven years at the tire plant there for uh, passenger tires um and then See, I guess it was 2013, um, March of 2013. I was just, I was on J-Ski or, or, or NASCAR.com or something and uh, saw a listing for a position on NASCAR and I clicked on it. It was for a tire engineer. Wow. I was like, well, that's pretty neat. Yeah. So I, sh I showed my wife and she was like, well, 
if you don't apply for that job, I'm going to divorce you. Divorce you. <laughs> so <laughs> wow, that's support right there. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So because you know I've been a fan you know ever since. Uh-huh. You know, uh, coming to this race, I mean, I, at this point, I since I was five years old, I could probably count on one hand the amount of races I've missed. So, uh, and most of those were when I was in the Navy. Yeah. So I mean, she knew I was big into it, obviously. So. So yeah, so she she said she would divorce me if I didn't apply for it. So I applied for it. Didn't hear anything for a while. I'd actually forgotten about it, and it was like September before I heard back from anybody. Wow. So somebody called me from NASCAR, and they said, "Hey, this is so and so from NASCAR." I said, "Who?" <laughs> 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 and you know, because I kind of forgot about it, and um, and then they said, "Well, yeah, we want to bring you in for an interview or uh, uh, get a uh, phone inter- interview, phone interview for you." And uh, it was with uh, Brett Bodine. Wow. And uh, you must have been pinching yourself at that point. Yeah. So, so I did an interview with Brett Bodine, and um, they liked me enough. I brought me in for another interview with, with Brett and Gene uh, Stephanition. And so I ended up getting the job, worked under Brett for a, a couple years, and then I got promoted. You know, started out as a tire engineer, kind of got promoted a couple times. Now I'm in charge of tires and testing for NASCAR. So. So this is clearly your living the dream, the dream job type thing. Definitely living the dream. A lot of times I don't feel like I have a job. I mean, going to test, talking to drivers, talking to crew chiefs. I mean, it's 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 a lot of fun. It really is. And and the testing the testing part of it is pretty good too because it's it's a lot more laid back than the than the uh, race weekends. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of talk to everybody without you know they're not on a time crunch or anything really and. And it's uh, it's really good to get to know everybody. So this is this has been a challenge for me over the years, but I feel like once you once you get into the grind of it at times, and and so you're you're sort of like in the industry, I guess um, it's you know it's a lot different. How have you been able to sort of hang on to um, the enjoyment of it and um, you know still loving what you're doing because it's different as a fan yeah. you know when you work in it how have you been able to hang on to that yeah i mean as a fan you don't you, you obviously don't see every aspect of it and you know um when you're i, I mean i don't see every aspect of it either because i'm not in every meeting all the time you know but um really just just trying to look back and and see why i got into it you know because because i loved it um I love the 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 competition part of it, and I love the the camaraderie of it of it. And it's kind of a small group, even though it's a lot of it's kind of it's kind of a small community. And um, and I just love being a part of it. And uh, and it can be a grind, but I mean, um, I don't go to all the races, so it's not like I'm there every single weekend. So that, that's part of it. My wife likes too, because I'm home a lot on the weekends, and I'm uh, just traveling during the week to the tests and stuff like that. So. You mentioned you spent seven years in the Navy, mm-hmm. and I'm sure some of those, um, the like the deployments you mentioned, mm-hmm. stuff. I'm sure you're out at sea for a long time. Absolutely. And, um, you know, how how did that experience um, translate to the rest of your career in NASCAR uh, as well? Like, um, is there anything that you learned there that sort of applies to what you do in your your daily job now? I'd say just uh, dealing with people. Um, you know, I was in charge of a on the carrier, I was in charge of a division of 25 guys. Wow. Um, we, we, um, we worked on the, um, diesel generators that are backup for the nuclear reactor if it, if it goes down. So that was kind of a big thing, you know, and, um, just, just 
working with people, knowing how to talk to people, um, having that experience leading people. Um, I don't lead a whole lot of people here. You know, I've just got uh, Jerry uh, under me right now, but um, it's, that's a big part of it, just, just knowing how to deal with people. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're on Twitter. And so sometimes you see sort of the, uh, it, it can be negative at times. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I'm sure it's frustrating for you because, uh, your fan, your background as a fan. I mean, you, you sort of want the same thing that all right. these people on Twitter want. Right. Is there anything that, uh, you know, you wish people understood a little bit better about your job that you're like, man, if you guys could see, like, we're, we're all, we want the same thing here, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think that's true. I think I think NASCAR wants the same thing the fans do. We want we want good racing, we want close competition, um, and it, you know, like I said, as a fan, you, you don't see every little part that goes on, and you know, you may think, well, this would be great if we did this, but you know, you don't see all the other stuff behind the scenes that 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 can cause that really not to be a good idea. You, you know, you got you also look at at cost for the teams and you got to look at um driver feedback you got to look at the team feedback you got to look at owner feedback everything and that's that's why we got you know all these councils we've got now because everybody needs to be involved in making a decision like that Hmm. when you're talking about um packages or whether you're talking about tires you know having you know goodyear involved in that obviously and and then getting driver feedback on that and then team feedback and then also looking at the data and saying, well, is this the best tire? You can't always go solely on driver feedback. You can't go always always solely on the data. You kind of kind of go some somewhere in between. Yeah. Well, it's pretty cool to think that you know, looking out the window at these stands, that um, you know, you were sitting up there yeah. watching this, and now you're so involved in it. So thank yeah, you. Yeah. And, uh, and when I was sitting up here um, back then, it was you know concrete stands, front stretch oh. and back stretch. So you know that was uh, that was early to mid '80s when I first started coming. So it's, it's changed a whole lot from from those days when it was just concrete front stretch and back stretch. So wow. it's good to see that, that it's grown so much. Yeah, I can't imagine what it used to look like. I mean, I've seen pictures and stuff, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, uh, thank you so much for sharing your story yeah, and sure. joining me. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, it. No problem. Thank you. All right, everybody. So there you have it. I appreciate David taking the time to do this interview. And it's just uh, kind of cool to think about somebody coming up as a fan and then ending up in the industry that they love and being able to have the dream job like that. So uh, cool for David. And he's obviously doing quite well to be able to be um, promoted a couple times and and rising quickly at NASCAR. So uh, good for him. If you enjoy these How I Got Here interviews, want to let you know that the one next week will be with Jay Fry, who is the head of competition for IndyCar. So that should be a cool one as well. But before that, we have two more podcasts coming up. One is going to be hopefully from Indianapolis Motor Speedway after the Brickyard 400, although the forecast looks quite dire uh, at the time of this podcast. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with my travel plans and all that, getting to Indy, getting back from Indy, whether I'll be able to stay for the cutoff race, all that kind of stuff. But um Hopefully, you will hear a post-race podcast from Indy, and then on Tuesday, it's going to be a 12 questions with Will Power from IndyCar, so uh, it's his first time doing the 12 questions, and of course, he has his sort of quirky personality, and hopefully, you will find that that is on display as well during the 12 questions, so stay tuned for that one on Tuesday. 
I want to thank everyone who's been using my Amazon link lately, as that's uh, something that people do at no charge to them, no cost to them. And uh, it gives a commission to my website and the podcast. So that is jeffgluck.com slash Amazon. All you have to do is type that in before you start your Amazon shopping. That takes you to the Amazon homepage. And basically, you just make any purchase from there. Um, doesn't raise your price or anything like that. So uh, I appreciate those who have done that to help me out. And of course, I'm grateful that you took the time to listen to this. So I will talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. Podcast.